This is Abnormal Entertainment. Garza, and this is another episode of Put It Together. I'd like to start as usual thanking my partner and director, Mr. Christian Paul Ramirez. Who, uh, for those of you that have been on the show, you know he comes in and wants up the conversation with the guests before we get started. Uh, welcome. It is January 30th, uh, 2021, and it's the end of the month. Like I, I feel like I feel like the months have no sensors anymore. Like it just kind of rolls. Uh, I, I was just looking at memories on Facebook from January of 2020 and this, like, all the plans that I had, and I'm sure it's the same for some of you folks, like, some of the plans that we had uh, back in uh, January of 2020 and how many of those, like, kind of halted for a little bit. Anyway, uh, we're, we're here. We're, we're still going. We still have a show. I want to start by reading uh, the bio of my guest today. My, uh, my guest is uh, Morgan Denae. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Uh, her story and studies began as a wounded healer whose training and experience also included the necessity of self-love and self-healing, which is what she teaches others. Her original vision in 1997 was to offer a dance as a healing art and body work to support women to heal themselves and their centers in the divine feminine way. Her commitment as a practitioner, conscious performer, and choreographer is to model and embody this healing within the intention to support and encourage others. And uh, she has a really cool story. So I'm not even going to talk anymore. I'm going to bring her on. Hi, Morgan. Hi. 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 Thank you, Daniel. Good to be here. How are you? How's how's your Saturday I'm, going? I am good. I am good. I am grateful for the sunshine today and um, grateful to be here. Yes. Good. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, as usual, I like to tell my guests how we met, and I think you guys have heard me talk about Alignable uh, for quite a while. I, I've been part of the website, the social site. Uh, it's a business uh, connecting site, so you can go on there and really connect with people in your community. Uh, and one of the cool things is that once you start your page, people from within the community start connecting with you. You can make uh, connections, network. And uh, Morgan and I connected there, and I reached out, and, and I found your story really cool. Um, and you're not far from me either. I'm here in Laguna Beach. Yeah. You are uh, also in the in the Orange County area, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like um, just 15 minutes or so inland from you. Yeah. Laguna uh, Hills, how did, yeah. How did you come into a line of we'll talk about that just a little bit? Um, so, you know, how did I first discover Alignable? Yeah. Um, gosh, that's a great question. Um, I think it was, it was when I was back several years ago when I was living in Portland, Maine. And, um, and somehow I don't remember the exact, um, time. Somehow I think a colleague of mine suggested it to me. And, um, so I went ahead and, you know, just, put a profile on and, and that was where it all began. Yeah. I'm so glad that I met you too. I'm so glad that I, I found you or that you found me, that we found each other on Alignable. You know, I'm, I'm really, I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. Cool. So for anybody yeah. wondering what Alignable is, once we're done, I will put, post the links to both of our pages on the description. If you're watching this on Facebook or the description or YouTube, just look down below, you'll find the links and make sure that you check us out. If you find anything we say today interesting, go check out our page and connect with us. It's, it's a really great resource. I really do, do enjoy it. Um, but, uh, yes, how is 2021 treating you so far? <laughs> 2021 is, is good, you know. Um, that's strange. <laughs> also strange. Um, but, you know, I, like you said, um, absolutely 2020 was a lot of twists and turns and obviously upheaval for the whole world, for all of us. And, uh, 
And even with all of my grounding techniques and being basically trained that these times were coming, you know, um, we couldn't know exactly what that was going to look like. And then also what it was like to walk through it and what it was going to feel like and how it was going to impact us all in our lives. Um, but I feel like in 2021, um, a, a more kind of a sense of the, like, okay, the steps, these are the next steps, you know, in front of you to take to um, kind of find your way out of the twists and turns of 2020, you know, like you mentioned all the shifts in plans and, um, <laughs> you know, ideas of what things were going to look like. Um, it feels like a, a kind of a little more of a landing, so to speak. Exactly. And, and we, uh, there were several friends of mine, uh, energy workers that we talked about 2020 back in 2019. And we were like, so 2020 is coming and you know, it's, it's a year, it's a number four year and everything's going to be balancing out. Everything's going to be for everybody who I'm not a big numerologist, but what uh, the work that I do in it is number four. It, it's the four points, north, south, east and west. Uh, up, down, left, and right. So and there's no curvatures. It's all straight lines and corners in, in, the, in the square, in the four. So you get to see everything around you. And isn't that, I mean, not only 2020 vision for 2020, but numerologically speaking, we were able to see everything around your I just got chills. Um, we were able to see people for who they really were, rather in the light or in the dark. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. It was, I mean, 2020, it couldn't be said more clearly in, in a way, you know, like there it is. And, and, and I had been, you know, really encouraged to see that, well, the light is the light, which is love, you know, it's gonna, it's going to nothing, can, no, nothing can stay hidden, you know, right. um, it's going to illuminate everything that needs to be brought out from the shadows and seen, like you said, for what it is. And, and boy, if that wasn't it, you know, purification really just bring it out front and center. And um, it was kind of an ironic thing in one way, how things were so incredibly highlighted and starkly, you know, placed in front of us. Like you cannot deny this anymore. This is right here, you know, um, as a society, and and individually too, right? Um, with the elements of shock and and in some cases devastation, chaos, all of those things, but also growth and healing, right? And um, that that well, isn't that 2020? That's 2020 vision right there. But the irony being that it could be also very challenging to see your way through <laughs> sometimes, you know. So like really clear really clear vision, like no denial, denial, right? So where we see the denial happening, it's like, really, really? You're going to do make that effort to deny it when it's right in the face? Like, wouldn't it be easier to just say, okay, my God, this is hideous or whatever, you know, whatever we're, this is devastating. Let's look at it because it's right here. But like, anyway, but then at the same time, all that clarity and at the same time, like, what was I going to do? I thought I was going to do this. Like, where do I, where do I navigate to? And, you know, um, but I, I feel that, and then that's the gift too. When we have, we use our tools and that's also part of sharing those tools with others to help. So we help each other to navigate, to get our clarity and to find our way, you know, um, in these times, because they're here, they're here. We're here. It's such a great, point that you brought up is so not only 2020 for what it was numerologically speaking but for what we were going through as a whole and then all of, we're going through this collective thing everybody in the world is going through the same thing but then you're going through your own lockdown like your own personal and now the mirror there's nobody to hide from the mirror it's, it's looking at you right. guys and going right. here are your here are the issues, good and bad. What are you going to do with them? And you have nowhere to run, nowhere to run. 
Yeah, nowhere, nowhere to run. Right. I feel like we could continue on this conversation. Oh, I know. I'm just getting all these ideas about 2020 as we're talking. I mean, I think I actually could create a choreography with this, believe it or not. I think I'm going to make note of that. Just let's, let's think about this because that was, that was powerful. There's some, there's a piece that could come from that. Yeah. Yeah. Before we move on, because you got me all excited. I'm like, it's, it's, we're still in this lockdown. For everybody watching this live or in replay, we're still in the lockdown. We're still, there's still time, there's still time to make the changes you want to make. So all these, all of your goals and New Year's resolutions from 2019 that you were not able to accomplish in 2020, there's still time. Go for it. Absolutely. Do it, do it, do it. Yes. There's no time limit. So yes. breath and let's keep working on it. Okay, so let's hear your story. Absolutely. So um, Morgan Denae, tell us how you put it together. Okay. Well, it's a it's a long story. <laughs> no, I I I mean I've been around for a while. I'll, I'll be fifty three in um in the in April, so but I won't give every detail for that. Um but <laughs> um so I'm gonna kind of I'm going to kind of go move around. I'll start in the present as well. I am, uh, I relocated, uh, out here just before the pandemic, which is interesting timing. Um, is how we were all kind of caught. Like, where were you caught when everything shifted? Right. So I was just, just getting into a place in my home, um, my new home when I, when the pandemic hit. And so, um, I'm really grateful to be out here in Southern California. I, uh, was in my, I lived, uh, on the East Coast for about 20 years. I was in Miami. Um, and I was also in Portland, Maine. And so I kind of completed like a 20 year cycle out there, um, of all kinds of amazing things and amazing communities and family and connection. And, um, so moving out here was kind of like bringing a a lot of things full circle from um an original kind of vision that I was really got um in my in my late 20s in Tucson Arizona in the 90s um and that was um really my my true love of of dance that kind of being a, an early calling to teach that as a as a healing art and um to work focus in on um supporting the healing of our centers bellies hips you know just that whole area our internal organs but just all that it entails the the chakras our center our connection with the earth um and there are many layers to that um but that was kind of the original vision as a dancer as a as a healer as a performer um also as um a survivor of abuse and sexual abuse and, um, and a thriver now. Um, but that was kind of the original vision working with the divine feminine. And so, and then all the twists and turns of different studies and also dealing with mental health issues, falling down, getting back up again, being really exposed to, uh, very, I mean, to, really to the, to the dark side, really having to deal with my own dark side, um, and dealing with, you know, psychosis, dissociation, severe depression, suicidal ideation, um, going into, you know, voluntarily going into mental, um, you know, uh, facility to kind of stabilize and, you know, so I just see, you know, going into these altered states, all of that, but, uh, in that process and the and studying and doing healing work and dancing and performing and connecting into community. I mean, it was just this juxtaposition because the mental health stuff uh, issues would come in like in, in patches. It wasn't like perpetual all the time, but then it would be devastation and falling. So let me say that as a, as a word to people who are struggling and if you've fallen and you need to get, you know, get back up, you can do it. Keep getting back up. Keep getting back up. So coming out here, you know, having done many, many years over, you know, 25 years of focus study and and heal, doing healing work with others and then dealing with these issues. And again, you know, going into very scary states, um, having my body break down, gaining weight from medications, um, 
you know, getting off of the medications, um, really seeing being a consumer in in the in the uh, mental health system and seeing you know having great people supporting and meeting other you know wonderful people who are going through their struggles and also seeing the places where you know i think okay this could be different this this needs to change to support more healing you know so i kind of got to see a lot of things from the inside um yeah, so kind of coming out here, uh, it's been many years since I've dealt with it. You know, I've kind of come to the other side, so probably eight years of any kind of mental health serious, you know, thing where I had to heal myself and get back going again and, and all. Um, not that we don't go through our twists and turns and challenges and downtimes and, a, you know, different feeling, all kinds of things, you know, healing different layers of trauma and, you know, really having to, be stopped to deal. Um, but this move was really kind of a culmination to say, okay, I, I, I made it to the other side of my struggle that was going to, that was going to destroy me. And that it was part of my own self-sabotage as well, that I was going to destroy myself, you know, um, because I really could have had a whole different fate. I could, you know, if I hadn't chosen to heal, I wouldn't be alive today or I would not be where I am, you know? Me, so coming out here. Everybody, let me just remind everybody, uh, you are watching Put It Together Conversations. Uh, my guest today is Morgan Ganey, and we're talking about healing and uh, getting through it. There was something you said, and I wanted to make sure that I, I said it before, that I acknowledged it before you moved on too far. You said my side, uh, and I think that's such an important revelation because when we, I, I come from uh, molestation and uh, having had sex very young. And, uh, mm -hmm. So there's a lot of issues and a lot of layers in, in my story when it comes to that. Yeah. But I think you and I are on the same page. I had to get through, there was the dark side of my story and the light side of my story. And I think sometimes folks want to compare, like, well, so-and-so did this, so I'm going to do that. And... You really have to, it's it's just the guideline. Just like if you're, for anybody who's watching this or listening, um, this is our our guideline. This is ours. You can look at it, but don't follow it because it may not work for you. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Because we are all so unique. Uh, yes, we have our universals and we'll of course keep exploring those things but we are all unique in our physical and in our whole design you know we come together in the heart and in all of our human commonalities but we all do have our unique expression um and that's it in our unique destiny and our unique um outlooks and all of those things and we're going to have our own lessons and stories and all of that and that's the beauty of it that we are all unique and yet we all are connected and have all of these wonderful um you know commonalities that bridge us together that you know bring us together but absolutely it's so important i think one of the most important things is to be you know cultivating that kind of connection to our inner voice, to our sense of our own connection to our soul, to our heart, to that, to that higher power, to that, um, to the unseen that, that is our constant source of, of love, you know, that, and, and protection. And to know that you know, it's challenging. It's challenging to find our own individual way. It can be, for some, it's easier than others, but I don't know if it's easy, um, always for every, you know, any, I don't know. I can't say. You can say, oh, this person is so successful. They're so amazing. It look, they make it look so easy. Probably they've been through a whole lot of things and really had to seriously focus too. Cause we're, we're shaped by life. Life shapes us into what we're, you know, destined to be. So it's really worth the effort. I've been to those places where you think it doesn't matter. I mean, where I wanted to take my life, you know, several times. And um, 
it's it's really worth the effort and i'm very much still in that process of being my unique self and being you know giving myself as i've been taught you know to give myself permission to own what is what i feel truly called to say or to be or to do um and then to share that with others you know that's a that's a learning process you know and, and, and thing, we're all valuable thing. that's the thing yeah uh, completely 100% equally yeah the other thing that you mentioned was the sabotage and i think that yeah. personally uh, i just turned 50 and i've been dealing with my own little demons for about 40 years <laughs> yeah yeah and that's um but you're right like so I say this humbly because there are some people that say like wow you you have all this energy you do all these things like how where does that come from and it's 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 surviving surviving and conquering my emotions and feelings and and, and making peace with the saboteur inside of me and going okay I I hear you I know you're stressing I know you're anxious but things are things are okay things are okay let's keep moving forward does that make sense to you completely makes sense and and um and it's really powerful to do that it's really powerful because it's very easy to just kind of get squashed by that voice you know um and and i feel like you know that's just such a great example you give you know to dialogue in that way you know because um you know and and even to say you know gosh you know thank you so much for for trying to protect me and try to keep me safe but i i kind of need to move on now you know i i've got some new things i need to do or you know maybe you're going to negotiate that calmly you're just going to say no leave me alone thank you i got to go <laughs> you know yeah, whatever yeah. that whatever you need to do um but to recognize that um there's there's been a purpose for these you know, these ways that we've to cope you know um definitely like for me hiding like hide and play i've been told i could hide in place plain sight you know the invisible woman or the invisible girl you know i can literally just like blend in like out of nowhere you know here i like have all this expressiveness and stuff but at the same time you know it's just it's really bizarre in some ways but we just learn how to do we, we probably all have these really incredible like coping skills that um have just you know saved our lives and some of us have had maybe more extremes that we've had to deal with than others but then we kind of get to see that just being born on this planet is just intense you know um <laughs> but you know but like yeah but but then recognizing that we can become real experts at these coping skills like really good and then when it's time to shift them because we can tr- we can transmute them right we can change it's time to um to change then they become like they're not tools they're not helpful anymore it's that self that self sabotage yeah. right and, and i think that's um, that's such an important note and and uh, because not all the tools we we used we're not going to use all of our tools all the time and yeah. there's a, like for instance you just talked about blending in and the, being invisible in plain sight that just I I like I remember so many times where like I I don't want to be here like my anxiety is at high and you people think like what is this like Harry Potter almost almost like a Harry Potter right magic to you, disappearing act yeah you're in plain sight but you you are working so hard to just be there that that people are just passing by but But for anybody watching and you're like, "Yeah, I do that and it stresses me out." Sometimes it is a tool that's helping you out. It's giving you like it's allowing you to be part of the world without being part of the world. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I I I feel like, you know, one of the most important things also we can do is just be getting to know ourselves and our stories because as we do that and we get to see like oh what motivations or you know what am i doing right now is this work for me or not working for me or what do i want what do, what do i don't want you know as we keep exploring ourselves then we we it, it also helps us to kind of bridge with other people and get more of a kind of for paying attention like 
okay, what are they going through? You know, oh, I recognize, you know, we start to find common ground or at least we're, we're, we're learning to pay attention. So then we learn to also kind of pay attention to other people's realities and listen and listen compassionately and all of those things. Um, and it's, it's funny because, uh, yeah, everything kind of, there's nothing gets wasted in a way, you know, we, we need to take this, this coping mechanism and shift it, but it also becomes a way that we can understand other people have had those coping mechanisms, or we understand that now I need to shift this coping mechanism. Like now I've become so good at being invisible and it, it will serve in perhaps certain cases, right? When I need to be a fly on the wall <laughs> or something, right. you know, um, or, okay, now I need to learn to be visible, you know, because, and then that I'm going to figure out that pathway and support others to do that too safely, you know? Um, but then you also, when you said Harry Potter too, it's like, just because I really, and I know we both really believe in magic, you know, like magic, like magic, right? Magical beings. And I mean, that our gifts are also our magic, you know, that's part of our, our magic, our our special magical wands, you know, the gifts that we have share. Um, and yeah, so kind of that, that transmutation, that alchemical changing, you know, right? Like we, we take this thing that was, that was, uh, like really scary and, and really destructive. And we, we bring our, our magic, we bring our love to it and we change it, you know? You're giving me such great segues because I, I, uh, let, let me say this before we get I'm going to follow the conversation. But uh, for everybody watching, this is Putting Together Conversations. My guest today is Morgan Dene, and we're talking about healing and uh, the process of. Uh, if you want to be part of the conversation, please put your comments or questions in the thread, and I will make sure to read them out or post them on so you can see them. Uh, if you're watching this in the replay, you can still be part of the conversation. Uh, add your questions or comments, and I will make sure that... Uh, Morgan gets them and that we answer your questions. So if you're watching this live or in the replay, you're still part of the conversation. Uh, one of the cool things that you were saying is, is uh, like, as you're going through that, those shifts from invisible to visible, uh, sharing is so important. And I feel like this is where your, your, what I was reading in your bio starts kicking in. It's like, okay, so now that I've been through the tunnel, and I, I, I found out, because when we go through the tunnel, folks, it's dark in there. It's really dark in there. And there are walls that we bang into. There's uh, bumps on the floor that we uh, fall onto. And But when we come out, we're, we're always ready and willing to share our journey, because it's going to be different for you. And then is that where your dancing and, and, and your choreography comes in? Is that how that plays in? Yeah, that's absolutely uh, a part of it. Sure, you know, I mean, on so many levels, you know. Um, first of all, it's just the expression of any time we're doing something that we love and that it's just part of what we were born to do, we're, we're sharing something that um, is going to touch people. Well, you can't guarantee it's going to touch everybody by any means, but um, that's our part of our medicine, right? Um, and go through a lot of, we can go through a lot of those twists and turns to get to our, to fully embodying our medicine, right? Because, well, fear-based reality doesn't want us to be whole and to, you know, to, sh to share that. It wants to take our, our life force and, you know, waste it, so to speak, right? So, but so with the dance, um, There are different levels that I'll say about that. Um, for me, dance, first of all, is, is medicine, is a way that, um, that I connect into my spirit and my heart and connect into the divine, you know, through prayer, gratitude, you know, expression, the music, the, the force of the music, the, um, that dimension. So I, I believe that dance, you know, with intention is, um, is a healing dimension. You know, where we come together, it's, it, we just break down bridges, you know, we build bridges, we break down barriers. And, um, so it's very healing personally, but it's also, um, a really powerful vehicle for others as well. So sharing that, um, as a, as a, as a teacher guide with others, 
others to support them to be in connection with their bodies in a loving way to be in that healing state and then also as a performer and a choreographer creating creating art you know creating i've used it you know to also um as part of my recovery process i've used dance and choreography uh to explore or my own story when I was like, you know, I kept telling the story as a mental health advocate or sharing with people. And then I was like, but, but I, there are all these things I went through. How does this even make sense? You know, in a way, there were so many twists and turns to it. So I started to explore it, um, in, in terms of, in terms of body language, in terms of choreography, in terms of dance. I hope I'm making sense as I'm, yeah, as I'm yeah, answering. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was, it was a huge, huge piece to, to tap into that. Cause dance was all spiritual for me and I haven't been pulled by my guidance, my spiritual guidance, you know, my team. Um, you're, you're not a secular dancer, you know? Um, and that just means it's spirit based, you know, it's not particular religion, but so exploring my own story and trying to make sense of it through dance and seeing what movements I needed to do, what music I was called to do, who I wanted to share it with. I, you know, that was a really, really powerful place. And it still is. And, um, you get in touch with deeper feelings when we go deeper into our bodies in ways that open that up for, for us. So every, you know, people have different ways. There are just dance is a really, really powerful vehicle for that self exploration and connection and connection with the divine. I mean, of course, it's in our human heritage from the beginning of time. Um, and for those who feel who are drawn to that, whether they're comfortable with it yet or they just long for it or want it or they think, hmm, that's interesting, but they feel self conscious. All there's space for all of that. In, to come into this experience. And um, so getting in touch with certain places, I just got in touch with way deeper emotions um, that I needed to uncover and insights and, and, you know, the creative expression as well, which is very healing and very nourishing just in itself, making art in ways that we, feel connected to is, is extremely healing. And, uh, you know, I could probably list a bunch of different scientific, you know, points to match that up, including, you know, the different brain waves and, and body, you know, and, and hormones that basically is well in this, in these processes, um, they're very healing and balancing, but um, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's something that I feel very called to is that expression of um, dance, whether it's improvisation or it's choreography or it's a combination and collaboration, you know, with other conscious artists, you know, conscious performers, because it, it's, it's a challenge to bridge that when people are kind of coming at it from a conscious way, um, you know, uh, but it's very, very, very powerful that it reach how it reaches us. Now, one thing that I, I always wondered because I was a dancer when I was in school, from grade school to high school, I, I danced. And um, when I'm going to go back to like after after somebody else thought they could take control of my body, uh, I focused on dancing. I, I think that sometimes I overdid a little bit, but it was for me. It was a way of like like I have control. This is my body. I have control over it. Absolutely. Uh, like I want like. I, I, maybe it will make sense to you because I, I, this is the first time I say it out loud. In the dancing, I was asking my body, "Tell me what you need from me. Like, tell me, tell me what you need." And sometimes the body was like, "I just want to dance till I'm too exhausted to move." And and for me, that was a way of that was like, "Okay, got it." And then I would get home and I looked at my sister. She was like, "What's up with you? You're looking exhausted." I was like. Yes. <laughs> yes. Does that make sense? Uh, completely. Completely. That's very profound. That's so profound. That is like, you know, that's the listening. That's the tuning in. And then just following that cue. That's so loving, don't you think? Don't you feel yeah. that's so loving? 
you know? Because yeah, I feel now that I'm older, uh, and when I do my spiritual mentoring and, and coaching, uh, I want my, my clients, I want them to, I want them to find their voice. And, and it's not always like their throat chakra. It's not always their throat chakra that wants to speak. Sometimes it's other parts of your body that are like, please listen to me. And, and, cause we ignore it. We ignore it so many times and we just push it aside. And then that starts eating at us. Then it gives room for the saboteur. And I feel, in my head, my saboteur is running around with the, with sage. Cleansing everything and trying to like stop everything from, from creating negative. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, 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 if anything, have, did you learn about yourself through your dance with, through that process? Yeah. Beautiful question. And, and just want to put a frame in that too, because, you know, that, you people may not be familiar with the term somatic, but like we think about somatic healing, somatic recovery. Um, I work with that and, um, and I support others with that too. And in trauma recovery as well, you know, when you're saying there's that voice, you know, saying I need this and we learn to, you know, cut it off or, you know, we were taught also often to cut it off with our family in our families or in society or whatever. And, you know, it's not, we don't want to just any way to recognize that that's a state. And so this wisdom is trying to come through this guidance, right? Being that we, we are, our bodies are intelligent. They are divine. They come, we come from, you know, div, in, divine intelligence. And so we, there, there's no, like, we're just amazing. We're amazing miracles. You know, that's what we are. And so we're, when we plug in to, or we might be pushing it away, but nevertheless, it comes through us that, that, that wisdom is trying to come through us and guide us, right? In our bodies, whether it's saying, this is not okay, or you need this, or uh, pay attention to this, whatever it is, that is, we're talking now somatic, it's coming through the body, right? It's body-based wisdom that's coming through. And in, we ignore it, or we, you know, we don't listen or we don't know how to listen and follow through. The body shows us things, the body and mental issues as well. Mental health, you know, it's all connected. It's very, it's still physical, right? We're, we're connected in all these ways and we can manifest also symptoms and issues and because we're not listening and following through. Yeah. Right. Uh, or one of the, like one of the classic things in, for instance, Latino communities, a lot of people don't believe in depression. You're not depressed. You're bored. Go do something. You're, mm. what, what do you mean? Like, you're not feeling, or you're feeling this, that. Go, go do something. You'll feel better. And we, right. and you, even for me, knowing what I know from therapy and, and I still hear those voices in my head say, you're not depressed. Depressed. What are you talking about depression? Go do something else. Then the workaholic in me kicks in. It's like, we need to get busy. We need to get busy. And, and you're just, it's like shaking a soda bottle and then expecting it not to explode at some point. Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. It, it like builds up. And, and that's also where like that place of, you know, compassion comes in and, and we kind of take our, our awareness and see again, like, wow. Okay. You know, human beings, we, we, we are, you know, we develop these ways of coping and you do what you have to do. You know, you do what you have to do to survive, to keep going. And you just develop, we develop, you know, these different perceptions and beliefs and, and ways, you know, and actions and ways of being and living to cope and to get by because maybe we would have been destroyed otherwise, you know? So recognizing that with compassion and then like, okay, so, now, you know, I need to do this. So, um, that's a big piece, right? So, so, okay. So I am going to listen. How do I do that? I'm, you know, then learning to be still is really powerful and can be really scary, you know? Um, and so, 
And that's where things, you know, things like tools like breath and movement and making sure we're hydrated and getting enough sleep and healthy lifestyle and all those things. Those are not frivolous luxury things. Those are things that we need to sustain ourselves to heal, you know, to be in touch with this incredible intelligence that we are made of and to tap into that. And, you know, the thing is, too, that another piece is recognizing that sometimes, you know, our bodies are telling us things are manifesting because, you know, we've dealt with some kind of abuse or some kind of neglect or something. And, and, you know, maybe we're trying to say this is not okay. This doesn't feel right. And nobody's listening. And maybe they're, they're hearing you. And then they're saying, no, it's not. It, you know, it's okay. Or no, that doesn't exist or whatever. Right. So then it's like, again, coming back to ourself. Okay. Um, I am going to listen to myself and something is needs to shift. And I do need, maybe I need some help with this, you know, or, um, you know, or I feel called to do this, so I'm going to do it. It's like, the, again, it comes back to that uniqueness, listening to ourselves and, and honoring that. And, and, and so, you know, um, and so recognizing, yeah, and that in, in dance too, like, um, you know, our dance, our movement and, you know, I want to, I won't go into the other areas that I work in because we're just focusing here. But, you know, basically, um, I, for me, dance is, is a healing, right? Like I said, and it's a healing expression. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to hurt my body when I dance, you know, I'm not going to hurt myself and I'm not, and I'm going to keep my dignity as well. I'm not doing it to, um, I'm doing it and, and I'm recognizing my own divinity and I'm recognizing divinity coming through me. And I want to put that and share that with those who feel drawn to it. And, and so they can recognize how, how beautiful they are as well. You know, and, and we do have a little time. I, I don't want to walk away without folks knowing uh, the different things that you do. Uh, tell them what else you are involved in. What else do you do? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's just that, you know, like when I was talking, I wanted to say, Oh, and this works. And <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, I mean, I'll bring in, well, the breath, right? The breath, the importance of the breath, because the breath is absolutely essential. You know, so I'm a breathwork teacher as well. So the breath, I don't divorce that from the dance. The breath is connected. We're being very conscious with the breathing, you know, connecting into that center. And that breath, breath is spirit too, you know? Breath is spirit moving through us and breath is um, nourishing us. And that's that life force. So it's, and again, I won't go into all the details scientifically of how powerful our breath is and how healing and essential we were designed for that breath. And we cope, we learn to shut it down, just like we learn to shut down our hearts or our truth or our bodies um, or our voice or whatever that is. Um, we learn to shut down our breath. So we learn to open up our breath as well. And when we open up our breath, we're bringing in, you know, all this goodness and this functioning, but it can also open up feelings that need to come out or different, you know, physical things that we're detoxifying, lightheadedness, dizziness, nudges. So we want to, you know, work with that. And then working with our center, I work with the core, you know, with the center and I, and I work with healing that and with strengthening. So it's working with all different kinds of issues that may manifest from, you know, digestion, um, you know, depression, anxiety, you know, different emotion, uh, you know, mental issues or emotional issues are rooted in our bellies as well, because that's our, that's a, one of our, it's like our second brain or like our heart. It's also connected in with our emotional processing there again, many details with that, um, with dysfunctions of, you know, um, a lot of, I mean, people, men and women, whether, you know, whatever your walk in life, we're all dealing, you know, we all can be very affected by this area. So it could be other issues, um, like, you know, constipation, things like that, or, um, core types of issues. Um, maybe people who've had surgery at some point in their life or had a lot of trauma, they develop scar tissue in their bodies. Um, and it never gets dealt with. So it comes out in different digestive issues, low back pain, um, core issues like weak core, weak pelvic floor. That can be men and women without the proper breathing because that heals us. Our core, it strengthens us. Um, and also, you know, issues that, that mothers deal with, 
um, healing from C-section or um, having diastasis recti. So these are all like, it's all in, interwoven with our creative expression, our mental health, our core strength, our um, how we flow and move with our bodies, how we connect into the divinity of who we are. These are all connected. So I kind of see all these things. Um, if that, if that makes sense, you know, yeah, um, totally. I work with these different areas. Cause you're talking about breathing and taking it back. I, I'm always about like, take it back to the basics. When we are born, when we come out of the womb, uh, the first thing that they do is make sure that you're breathing. Uh, that's how you come into the world, breathing. So whenever, because I, I suffer from anxiety, and the first thing that always pops in my head, because my therapist keeps saying to me, is like, breathe. Just mm-hmm. before you do anything else, before that anxiety gets to that 10 level, breathe. Yeah. And, and take control, and I mean, we, we learned that from the very beginning. So it's yeah. for, for those of you out there, just breathe. And, and does it fix everything? No. Is it going to be a best solution? Obviously not. But will it will it give you time to get your order, your your, your thoughts in order, and give that saboteur in your life? Uh, it gives you a time to focus on it and go, hey, yeah, we're not playing that game right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those so tools. We're, we're, uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, we're we're uh, we're forty five minutes in. Uh, no, we got fifty more minutes, so don't go. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So for everyone you've been, you are watching, putting together conversations. I'm your host, Daniel Tigasa, and my guest today is Morgan Denae, and we're talking about uh, conquering and surviving, uh, and dance and breathing. So I hope you're watching this and breathing. Remember, if you're watching this on Facebook. Twitter or uh, YouTube, ask your questions. I actually have my app open to Twitter, so if you're on Twitter, you're like, hey, I want to be part of this, uh, make a comment, make a question, I can read them out. For everybody else, it pops up on the right, and I get to see them. If you're watching this on replay, uh, still ask your questions, and we'll make sure to get back to you guys. Uh, so in, at this point is when I usually like to ask my guests, and the 15-minute marker is for words of wisdom. So. Uh, Morgan, what words of wisdom do you have for the folks watching and listening to us? Okay. So I actually will start just, I'll say one more thing about the breath, that the breathing and how powerful that is, because it's a way that we're nourishing ourselves and being present in the moment and allowing ourselves to to be to exist to take up some space to have some time and to recognize that it brings us deeper into our bodies and into our hearts and into our spirits it and it's also it's it's very healing it's actually um it's actually strengthening our 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 immune system. It's supporting the different systems in our bodies and our energy to move um, and to function well. And I feel like words of wisdom, I can, you know, I share from what my own experience is allowing that and allowing our, our allowing ourselves to own our own bodies, right. Um, is a really powerful pivotal point and own our giving ourselves our bodies permission to move in ways that are really healing for us because we're taught so much to you know to shape ourselves based on pleasing others or again coping with the impact of others and how they, they treat us or want to view us but um being kind of free in our own bodies, in our own spirits, in our own stories. It's, um, it's a place we can just kind of come back to and center into, you know, especially when there's so much going on around and we might have to be navigating through that. Um, 
it's not like, you know, we're going to solve all our problems in one fell swoop, but it's cultivating this just like we have to cultivate a garden, you know, or we have to, it takes time to cook a meal or, you know, anything takes time and practice, but it's, it's a really powerful place to be. And it's, it's something that we all are born with the right to do. And that's, you know, to rest in a place of love in our, in our, in our breath, in our hearts, in our bodies, and to move in, you know, move from that place. Uh, With everything that you've conquered in your life, uh, if there is a bigger lesson, what is the biggest thing that you've learned about yourself? Probably that I'm stronger than I've thought many times than I thought I was. And, um, what, so, okay, from the self, yes, realizing that about myself. And also, and I've learned the hard way, you know, in many ways, by the grace of God, really, I've been given so much grace to be here and to be healthy today, you know, and to be able to live this life. Um, but also really like I've learned how much, um, other people, how, how precious other people are as well, you know, and, um, how important it is to treat the people around us with, with gratitude and kindness, um, and to really savor the gifts that people bring into our lives, you know, and I've learned that, you know, by having great people in my life and also by really sabotaging some very precious relationships in my life, you know? And so then you embrace the gift. It's like, okay, I I learned from that. Let me learn from that, you know? I think that's such an important part that sometimes we, and I, I say this to some of my clients, it's like, we, we can't always just be grateful for all the wonderful things that are happening. Like, I'm a sunshine, and it's beautiful today, and I got the praise. But you have to learn and be grateful for the for the valleys that you go through. Otherwise, the universe is like, well, you didn't learn that lesson. Deja vu, let's do this all over again. And you're like, didn't I just go through this? But in the in the gratefulness of it, we, we learn the lesson, and then we don't we don't go through that again. We learned yeah. that that detour is basically the roadrunner and, and the coyote painting <laughs> painting roads for us, and if you go against the wall again, then you have to be, yeah. you have to be aware of that. <laughs> That's and a great so, image. <laughs> I, I know that image <laughs> very well, very well. Yeah, it, we we were definitely the same generation. We we know the roadrunner <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so. Whenever I think about situations where I'm like. Didn't I just go through this? I, I always think of, about the coyote. I'm like, oh, you, you painted, you painted a, <laughs> I, you painted a tunnel in, in, in a wall for me, and boom, there I went. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it true. It, you got to laugh at it too, because it's so painful. It's so painful. So painful. And I think that's another thing for everybody again listening and watching. Except when you gotta laugh about the situation. If you sit there in the misery of it, that's another, like, you, it's a great, because your saboteur will take over your life. If you're sitting in the darkness, the saboteur steps in front of it and, and convinces everybody, it convinces everybody that your life is horrible and, and then you start believing it. Does that make sense? Um, before we go though, uh, we're down to about the last seven minutes, but I wanna make sure where can people find you and connect with you? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, it was lagging a little for a minute, but I could hear you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So where can they yeah. find you? And how can they connect with you? Okay. Well, um, you can find me on Instagram at Morgan Dene Wellness. Um, you can find me on my website, morgandene.com. 
Um, I, I do have a Facebook page and I, and I do check. I'm kind of shifting some things, so I'm not sure what that's going to look like, but Morgan Danae Wellness on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn at Morgan Danae. Um, I'm at Morgan Danae at gmail.com. I am, uh, I can, I'll give the number as well if you, if, you know, that's another way. Um, area, I'm in Southern California, but I have an area code 828-216-8125. Um, I think those are the primary ways, yeah, to reach me. And, and for uh, everybody watching or listening, you know that we always put all the information on the description. So if you're on Facebook, just look in the description. You'll find all the info. If you're on YouTube, just scroll down. Hey, and hey, while you're scrolling down, you like this video and subscribe to the page if you haven't yet. You want to make sure you uh, keep track of any future shows. And you'll find all the information here. And that way you can connect and get in touch. Um, any last words? We have about five minutes. Anything else before we go? Okay, last words. Um, well, I want to encourage people also to... Um, you know, find things that you love to do what you love, whatever you can, even if you just spend a few minutes a day doing it to feed yourself. You know, we really need to feed ourselves good things to feed ourselves love, you know, and um, I encourage people to be, you know, taking care of themselves and getting out into nature, getting out into the fresh air, getting into the sunshine, um, and re- just remembering that you are a gift. You really are. You're really a gift and you're really loved and you're really celebrated and you, um, you're so valuable. And, um, you know, the world, just so, you know, curious to see what, you, who you are and what you have to bring and what you have to share. And it doesn't have to be in this huge platform or all over the place. Just, you know, be yourself, be yourself and, you know, um, you have something to give to everybody around you, anybody around you that you interact with, you know. Um, and just remember that your your body is is sacred. It's a gift. It's um, it's 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 magic. It is it is beautiful that you're beautiful, and your beauty just will keep coming through more and more. You loving yourself, and you keep healing and and supporting your health and um supporting others it's just it's just it's just such a powerful thing to remind ourselves of that and if you love to dance i encourage you to dance i encourage you to move and breathe and just see how good that feels and just do it for yourself just, you know do it in that way that feels right to you in your body and you know, and when you do that, you're really putting something so beautiful out into the world. We need those good vibes. We need, literally, we need that energy to help us in these times of transition because we're coming into a new reality and we're, we need to, you know, all work together in our own beautiful ways to bring this, this new reality forward that, that really allows us all to be ourselves that, um, where we're all really treating each other well. We all deserve that. You know, we just all really deserve to be treated with respect and to be treated with kindness. And, you know, um, and we all deserve to be, you know, speaking truth and, you know, doing it respectfully. But um, we really are here at this time with this opportunity to to do that. And, um, you know, we have that choice and, and, for those of us who've been on the side of, you know, when we when we were not loving ourselves, what that feels like, I think we all know that on some level. You really can um, change that step by step, just step by step. Very cool. Thank you so much. I think it's so important what you're doing. Just uh, coming from from that side of, of, of my story, where somebody overstepped my boundaries and, and that. Through the work that you're doing with folks, you're allowing them to set those boundaries again and realize that just because they were violated once does not mean they have to be continuously violated. And that you Absolutely. Can't so thank you so much for all the work that you do. I mean, uh, so true. I, I, I'll say thank you in the name of all of us who 
who have been through those experiences. And we're gonna have to connect Thank you. Set up. Thank you. Once, yeah. once we can visit, once we can visit, we're gonna have to do a video live and then show people the dancing moves and stuff. Yeah, um, that'd be great. Thank you so thank much. You. I appreciate you so much. Uh, for everybody watching, um, thank you again. This has been Put Together Conversations. My guest today is Morgan Denae. Make sure you go check out her links, uh, connect with her. And uh, you're watching the noon episode on January 30th, 2021. Uh, stay tuned, 5 o'clock, for our second episode of Saturday. Uh, make your start. Hey, and before you go, Check out, I just created some really cool new video for the exit, so I don't have to talk that much anymore. But now, uh, for everybody in Little Mexican Productions, I want to thank you guys for uh, being here. Thank you, Morgan, for being my guest today. And everybody, hey, put it together. Thank you. Subscribe to Put It Together on iTunes, Stitcher, and at abnormalentertainment.com slash put it together. Find Put It Together on Facebook and tweet Daniel at Lil Mexican, L-I-L-M-E-S-I-C-A-N. And for more podcasts, comics, books, movies, and more, head to abnormalentertainment.com. You've been listening to the Abnormal Entertainment Network. <laughs>